None of this fucking pumped up bullshit. That's a bread tie. You know why is a bread tie in your table? I don't know either. I, I was like, <laughs> I thought maybe you brought it for our intro. <laughs> Like, no, like no you were gonna tie our intro into a bread tie? Oh boy, I'm not that good. Welcome everybody to the Mixed <laughs> Pixel Podcast for March 20th. You know what that does? You know what saying the date does? It makes me have to get it out on time. Yeah. Or so, everyone will know. Or, or I go back and then post and edit like, March 21st. Like over what I said. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we haven't had an episode in two weeks. Um, because of the because of the apocalypse that happened last uh, over the past week. We had so much snow in the east that we all died and we're back here in heaven doing the show. So um, it takes time to process you into heaven. It takes about a week and a half. Um, yeah, they're pretty backed up. A lot of paperwork, yeah. And a lot of people in line. It's like a DMV but worse because, like, they're slow up there. You'd think they're he- they're from heaven. They're angels. They got, you know, they're all, like, glowing. you think they'd, like... St. Peter I- has no help. Like, not even an intern. It's insane. They're so understaffed <laughs> up there. It's like... they, they good luck the guy at that desk the has the same dead face that the yeah. guy at the DMV yep. has. They accept a lot of people up there, yes. but they don't give a lot of people jobs. Well, I don't blame him. Like, know. he's been there for a few centuries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're slow going up there. No promotions. It's, it's a little sickening. But, um... Yes. But yeah, we're here now. They gave us a little <clears throat> spot to record um, up on up on the corner of uh, uh, Mary Street. Um... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she runs like a like a low rent housing up here. Uh, Mary's cool. Um, oh, the street's named after the landlord. Yeah, yeah, that's how heaven works. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how I you guys doing? Dibs. How you guys? <laughs> well, I'm dead, but I'm all right. Yeah, it's not bad up here. The weather's a little cold. It's, it's too weird. Bright. Yeah, it's like you think we're in heaven, we're close to the sun or whatever. Because a lot of people don't know. If you're listening to this, you don't, you know, you guys haven't been to heaven yet. Um, the upload <laughs> speeds, in the, east. the upload speeds are fantastic, but like you're close, like when you, because when you ascend to heaven, they take you on this weird elevator thing, and you're going towards the sky. Like most people imagine with heaven, like oh, you know, you're going up to up to the sky in the clouds with God. He's up, he's always up there. Like you know, planes never see him, but he's up there. Uh, so they take you up on this thing, and like you're going towards the sun, but then you kind of get a flash, and you're like, get out, and like oh, it's surprisingly cold, like. I would think it'd be hotter up here. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, hot hell is hot. Hot is so hell. Hell is hot down there. You know, and that makes no sense. I mean, I guess it does. The core of Earth is hot, but are you really going to the core? Is hell really the core? Find out. I've been asking people up here in heaven, like, what do you guys know about hell? Because, like, obviously, we're in heaven. We don't, you know, like, have you guys heard anything? You got any friends who went down there? Do it, you know, because God talks to Satan, like they're friends in a way. <laughs> you know, Satan's not a bad dude. It's just his job to run hell. You know, he got the short end of the stick. You know, he's a fallen angel, all that stuff. You know what? He's just down there. That's his job. You know, um, I, I was I was, I was, was talking to people up here, and apparently he's not too happy with the adaptation of Lucifer on Fox. He's not a big fan. Because <laughs> Lucifer himself, and like, you know, Satan, Lucifer, the same guy, he's not a hot British man. He's a, he, he's just a, he's just like, he looks like Chickless, Michael Chickless. <laughs> Um, I mean, Michael Chiklis in Fantastic Four, yeah. or Michael Chiklis in um, like a combination what of was both. That show? Um, a shield, like shield. imagine yeah. Michael Chiklis, but he's a little orange, <laughs> but he's not Rocky like the thing. Like he's like just because like he's he's down there constantly by the flames. He's not sunburned. He's like he's just fired. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so no leads on what hell is like. So he's um, like smoked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, only it's like a weird thing where he's not like blackened, like like oh man, that's been on the grill for a little bit. That's good. Um, like he's like he's, he's just smoked. He just turned orange. Little Michael Chiklis on a bun. You know what he looks like? <laughs> you know those you know those pickled fire sausages you buy at a gas station. That's what the devil looks like. Um, a pickled uh, a pickled fire. Warts and all. Yeah, it's really creepy. Oh, <laughs> you know people hate on those pickled fire sausages from the gas station, but those are really good. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I don't. That's like a little, it's like nine, they're always like 89 cents. It's a little like chubby little <laughs> sausage. There's no, way to des- there's no way to describe it without sounding like you're buying sex at the station. But it's a little like chubby sausage. It's like really bright red and it's like, like pickled in vinegar and stuff. And like, it's a spicy sausage. I've never sausage. bought one. I they're know so good. Them. I was curious one day when I was 12 and I bought this chubby sausage at the Turkey Hill. When you were twelve, and I, yeah, and I was like, "I'm converted. This is really great." I bought my sober. I bought I, I love pickled sausage. Now I bought my sobe and um, the pickled sausage at the gas station. Why'd you have to say that? And um, it was, so I forgot sobe only exists as like flavored water anymore. When they used to have so many good drinks, dude, the strawberry banana sobe yeah. was the bomb. And I and I, my mom was always apprehensive about letting me buy because it was a glass bottle. Billy, you're gonna break it. <laughs> You don't understand how heightened my senses are since buying the pickle sausages. You don't understand. I can carry this glass bottle through hell. 
Quick off topic, do you guys remember the elements? As if this is on topic at no, all. No, I know. <laughs> do you guys remember the elements drinks that uh yes. that uh Snapple made? No. Yes. They had like metal cans is and they like were all named gum? after elements. It was like fire, ice. I think I do. They were mm. really good. Because they were technically energy drinks, but they just tasted like juice. Oh. Like they were juice. probably like super full of sugar. I don't like energy drinks, I like juice. Exactly. So I yeah. Buy these. Let's go, Snapple, if you're listening. <laughs> it, it, it might take a while to reach you. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Snappleseed is they, listening right now. Snapple doesn't have any like marketing ambassadors up here in heaven. Um, no, everybody who worked at Snapple has gone to hell. Because um, <laughs> all their drinks are the same? And their facts, yeah. Yeah, it's a little strange. Snapple, I like Snapple a lot. But I drink a raspberry one. That's good. I drink a peach one. Like, wait a second. Well, you're it's almost the one. exact same. They you all, gotta, have, they all drink, have the same drink flavor. You got to drink Mango Madness. Oh, I never had that. Okay. And you got to try Snapple Apple. Snapple okay. Apple is different. Yeah, Aren't they called Snapple? I don't know. Snap! They, 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 they probably thought of that. Like, we're not sheep, man. Uh, <laughs> we're snapping, goddammit. Anyway, this is the Mixed Pixel Podcast. We talk about all kinds of things like video game, movies, anime, TV shows. Sometimes we talk about heaven and, snap and hell. Dio's not up here. <laughs> uh, we haven't seen Dio up in, he- in heaven. I did the Dio thing, everybody listening at home. Um, if you're a big fan of Dio, rest God rest his soul. Um, even though you didn't let him up here, um, he lives like three blocks away. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Dio's in heaven. We yeah. just haven't met him. Yeah, Dio. Yeah, see, they're doing that Dio hologram thing. What? Yeah, you know the hologram phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. They did it with Tupac, like you know, a little creepy. Um, they did it with Dio, and like that's fucking weird. I don't like the hologram thing. I'm okay if a Vocaloid's running around on the stage as a hologram, mm-hmm. but a real person, a real person, bring this dead. CGI dead man, because like it's not like I a could video. understand. I could understand it like a museum. Yeah, like, like if so, you can see like Tesla or it's just like Dio standing there. Like, <laughs> no, no, oh, you meant like a historical <laughs> figure, yeah, historical thing. I don't know what museum would have Dio in it. Um, but uh, this is a yeah, I can see the Rock and Roll Hall fan. Yeah, that's what I was imagining. I can when, see that when he but mentioned at it, a right? concert, like performing. That's weird. It's weird because it's not like video of them. It's like a new processed CGI model. Yeah. of mm-hmm. Dio, and you have his old bandmates on stage playing, and like. They don't see what we see in the crowd because, like, it's being projected on, like, a sheet of glass that you can't see. Like, that's what's, like, mm-hmm. it's projecting on. So the, when, like, the bassist is standing there and he looks over and he just sees this thin sheet of glass and sees nobody there. But maybe, like, the shimmering light of, like, the side of Dio's holographic body. You gotta be like, <laughs> my life sucks. Yeah. Like, my dead buddy's there as a computer. Westworld! <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> It's got to be. It's creepy. It's pretty unusual. It's creepy. Yeah. There's no holograms in heaven, though. We're all here. Yeah. The animations are in, uh, incredibly accurate, which is weird. It, like yeah. the Tupac one, the way he moved around, it was scary. Yeah. That's what makes it, that's what makes it so cr- creepy. Like, like, It's like the opposite of uncanny, which makes it uncanny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's strange. It's strange. Anyway, what's not holographic is the Switch's week one sales worldwide hitting a million and a half. That's good. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was a quick hit. That's a good. That's a good. It's, that's, it's great to see that. Because of all the people that were very speculative about yeah. it, yeah, mm-hmm. including me, it was just a, good, a little bit. Yeah, I wasn't like that. Yeah, but no, no. I mean, I'm there was good reason that. to be yeah. speculative. Though. Yeah. yeah, but needlessly pessimistic. Oh, no, about yeah. the console itself. Those people, it's gonna fail. It's yeah. a piece of shit. There's no games stupid. at all. It's Wii U. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wii U. No, 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 no one said that. But no, like, well, I'm, someone did. I'm certain. Somebody probably. I've seen Wii U too. Yeah. But uh, I like Wii U U better. Wii U too. But yeah, no, from Bono. It's off to a pretty strong start. Um, like for example, it took like the Wii U like half a year to hit three million. So, Edge Simulator. So like this is this is good, and if and they have a good release schedule throughout the rest of the year mm-hmm. with their big titles like Cornerstoning every few months, like Splatoon, and then there's Mario, then there's Xenoblade. It's like cool. Like Mario Kart next month. Yes, like like they definitely have a strong strategy. I think they're giving they're giving people who enjoy playing their video games time to finish their video games yeah mm-hmm. you know i was a little i was initially like man like the launch lineup sucks but it's like <clears throat> i i think i take a step back and look at it like okay yeah the launch lineup doesn't have like a lot of variety like when the ps4 launched it had a new battlefield it had a new cod it had a new assassin's creed it had Resogun, it had like all the sports titles like it had like if you like shooters you, here you go if you like shoot them up here you go if you like sports games here you go the the switch is like if you you know it's a nintendo console 
they're not going to have that third-party support that you expect typically. They're going to have it, but not in the way that mm-hmm. PS4 and Xbox want to have it, like yeah. people were expecting. Yeah, you don't, it, you don't buy a Nintendo console for yeah. variety. That's you, become like, the norm. You people, don't buy it because they're going to have a game for everybody. You yeah. buy it because you want to play Nintendo games. And, and like it was like, oh, maybe it'll buck that with the Switch. Maybe mm-hmm. it won't be that. Maybe it'll be like the PS4 and Xbox, but nah. And that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. you buy it for Nintendo games, just get with that reality. Why are you so mad that you can't play Call of Duty on it? Just buy a PS4 if you want to play Call of Duty or an Xbox, you know? If you want to play good Nintendo games and you want a cool way to do it, cool, man. Like, like glad, And I don't think there's anybody out there who yeah. didn't have a game console and was going to buy the Switch. Yeah. What do I buy? Where can I play everything on? I don't know. I'm not going to do no research at all and buy the Switch. Oh, fuck, Nintendo, you fucked me again! Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, so, like, it's really, it's a non-issue in that yeah. case. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm glad it's selling well. I'm glad the trajectory yeah. is pretty good. Um, they're doubling up production uh, to meet demand. Nice. So, That's good. like, availability won't be crazy mm-hmm. over this coming well, That's the opposite of what they usually do. Yeah. So, oh, it's selling so well. Yeah. Got to production. <laughs> I, I can't imagine what it was like to be inside the Amiibo factories. Like, these oh. things are really popular. Just stop fucking making them. Just stop the fucking line. You're all laid off. <laughs> like, I, that was hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. like, like Amiibo selling on eBay for like 80 bucks. Like, come on. Nintendo. They're, they're little plastic toys. Just make more of them. Um, but with the Switch, thankfully, they're not, you know, mm-hmm. that's not the trend. But yeah, no, it's great. I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm glad a doubling production. I'll be able to get mm-hmm. one when I when And honestly, I, I see to. it popping up on websites even more often than like the PS4 launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a... Big shortage of the PS4. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was reading about it because I was reading about like console launches. Like, yeah. I was putting the shirt I, I remember like, I got my income tax yeah. after release and I really wanted one. In the United States, nobody tough, in the yeah. entire area had mm-hmm. one. Um, it wasn't the case for the Wii U, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. Sorry, Wii U. The Wii U is officially done, though. They have ceased production yep. on that. Is that official? I heard it was like in Japan they were ceasing it. I didn't know if it was everywhere. I, I think the writing's on the wall there for the well, most part. Yeah. Yeah, like, if they like, season one, they're sense. going to. Yeah. There's no point in. Continuing They're going to be ceasing production on the PlayStation 3, too. Do you see that? No. That's kind of early. I didn't even know they were still making them. Well, the PS2, they were still making it until about That's true. four yeah. years ago. Do they still put out like FIFA games on the PS3? Because I know on they, the PS3, yes. I know they were still sure. putting them out on the PS2 for a yeah, while. Yeah, they put them out on the PS2 for a long time. Yeah. Because even the, the yeah the PS2, the last game for the PS2 was actually FIFA. I think mm-hmm. it was FIFA 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the last game to be produced for the PlayStation 2. And then they stopped making it, I think, just before that or just after that. Cool. Yeah, I saw the headline. I'm like, oh, cool. I mean, I mean, maybe the not alpha cool, and the but... omega. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's cool for the switch. That's really great. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Other things that happened this past week, I'm not. I don't actually don't want to talk about it at all, really, um, until <laughs> next week. Um, uh, the Mass Effect stuff. Uh, everyone mm-hmm. ripping on the faces, and you know, everyone was derpy and janky, whatever. Um, we'll get to actually play it tomorrow night. So. I don't want to like let's talk about Mass Effect for twenty minutes. We haven't even played the game. We'll see for ourselves how everything looks this week, um, you know, with the multiplayer and the way the yep. faces look and the story. And we'll talk about Mass Effect as a group um, next time because uh, we'll all be getting our hands on it uh, mm-hmm. this week. So, but I, you know, I just wanted to say like we know um, people are talking about the faces. It's a huge thing. It's unfortunate. You know, people are attacking the animators on Twitter. You ruined the franchise. You're scum. Die. T- take my dick. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's ridiculous. And yeah. if, if the animation is ruining everything else that they built around it, yeah. then you literally have nothing yeah. better to do with yourself. Like, we'll get into it. We'll get into it when yeah. we get with the play. Um, I mean, I mean, it, it, bear, it bears, it's worth mentioning, you know, that yeah, gaming absolutely. community is absolutely fucking abysmal all the time. Like, like, a lot of people in the gaming community is like, we get painted unfairly, everyone thinks we're big losers. It's like, well, you don't do yourself any favors. Um, <laughs> Especially not with something like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah, that SVU episode of Law & Order was really <laughs> off base, but at the same time, some of the stuff in that episode may be a little true. Like, about some of the, like, that uh-huh. episode is so false. And then those same guys turn right around and go, fuck you, cuck bitch, eat my ass. Like, okay, <laughs> well, you're just what they, okay, okay. Fuck you, Ice-T, you big fucker. Like, die. Like, okay, well, he just said that you're like that, and you said you're not, and you just tweeted, okay, uh, all right, fine. <laughs> okay. Okay, Ben. Um, yeah, so they've been proving that time and time again that they're awful, and it's, and it's you know, mm-hmm. over some over some weird facial animations, they are wishing death and all mm-hmm. kinds of violence, and come on, man. Come Isn't on. that cool? Um, speaking of violence um, and, and death um, and, and uh, people being upset, 
Have you guys seen the headline that the Australian rating board is refusing to rate Outlast 2? That game will not come out in Australia. Yep. No, I can't say I'm surprised though. It's not was the it first for, like, time sexual like violence or something yeah. like that? Yes, yeah. I, I have the exact um, <laughs> um, thing that was written from the, um, whatever the Australian rating board is called over there. Yeah, they're, they're, um, they're pretty strict. Yeah, how about um, Left 4 Dead 2? Yep, they didn't have Left 4 Dead 2 for what, like two years, three yeah. years, four, Jesus. something like that. Then they finally got it and everyone was all hyped and it was like really censored. <laughs> now, Left 4 Dead 2, I don't understand. Like what it is is just it's it's it's, it's blood ant- splatter and zombies. Yeah, and it's very cartoony looking. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not what I'm about to read you from Outlast Two. Now, I, I could they do this all the time over there. Now over here it's getting an M rating. You know it's it's you know it's it's it. What I'm reading from this and like what I've gotten on like from like the even when I watched my dad play the demo of Outlast Two and from what I'm seeing from the screenshots, it's very like backwoods, like like Satan worshipper, like like cabin, like like. It's like a hickey kind of horror. Um, kind of like Resident Evil 7 kind of went with, like with the Baker family. Like like House of a Thousand Corpses type stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like ritualistic, like they're crazy from the South and all that stuff. So, oh, wait, you think, do they have those movies in Australia? Like House I, of a Thousand Corpses? I wonder. I wonder. Because um, that movie's disturbing. So is Devil's Rejects. Like the, yeah, like those are... those Saw. Yeah, what I'm imagining, what I'm getting Human from Centipede. this... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm getting from it is like... That's the type of like stuff that I'm imagining. Like House of a Thousand Corpses had sexual violence in it, and so it Devil's Rejects. Like mm-hmm. that stuff is like. I'll ask in... Alice in Wonderland. She's from she's from Australia and she's cool. Alice in Wonderland. She, t- Hello. she talked to you. Oh my no. god! Wait, we have a famous <laughs> pop singer who listens to our music. <laughs> or not our our show. <laughs> I don't know if she does, but um, I'll bring it up. I'll tweet at her. Add me on PSN. <laughs> I'm Lord Hogue. Um, the Hoagie, not the name. I'm really upset about that, by the way. <laughs> what? I found out that Hogue was a last name. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know that. I mean, almost everything's a last name. Uh, but yeah, but I thought Hogue was this nice shorthand, quick way to say Hoagie. Well, I don't think anybody's reading and, your name and thinking it's your last name. But they might, because most people don't call Hoagies Hogues. So, like, when I introduce myself to somebody, hey, my my name is Lord Hogue. I'm like, why are you that? Hogue. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know Hogue was last name when I made that name. I will change it as soon as I can. <laughs> it's it's a personal. Never. It's a personal. You're problem. gonna add the IE to it. <laughs> yeah, I'll change it to Lord Hoagie. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, Outlast was was denied um, rating over there. Now, I can maybe see where they're coming from. I'm gonna read you the exact quote from the Australian ratings board that was sent to Kotaku Australia. Um, this is <clears throat> a recounting. <coughs> Sorry, everybody. I'm so sick. It's, I'm dying. This game is so violent. Um, uh, so um, yes so here we go this is the quote uh, the quotes begin now in in one cutscene in the game a female creature prepares Blake our main character for a ritual she says I want to see your true face your seed will burn this world shortly afterwards he objects to having psychoactive dust blown into his face yelling nope nope before he stumbles into a forest clearing. His vision blurring, he witnesses what appears to be a ritualistic orgy. His wife, Lynn, calls out for his help, saying, It hurts, oh God, as she hangs from chains on a raised platform at the front of the clearing. Humanoid creatures, their skin gray, spattered with blood, implicitly have sex, as others pray or chant or gesticulate. One creature has another bent over a rock, thrusting, as they implicitly have rear-entry sex. Another (laughs) sits astride the pelvic region of a creature, prone on the ground, moving their hips rhythmically as they too implicitly have sex. Two other pairs of creatures in the clearing are also implicitly having sex. As Blake yells for the creatures to get away from her, a female creature, her grayish breasts bared, pushes him onto his back, holds his arm to the ground, and repeatedly thrusts her crotch against him. As Blake protests, saying, No, stop that. The creature thrusts again, before placing its face over his midsection, and then sitting up, wiping its mouth. Although, much of the contact between the creature and Blake is obscured by it taking place below screen, the surroundings and aggressive behavior of the creature suggest that it is an assault in sexual nature. The board is of the opinion that this, combined with his objections and distress, constitutes a depiction of implied sexual violence. In the board's opinion, this cannot possibly be classified as R18+, and instead must be banned. Now, it's very clearly a ritualistic rape scene where they're raping the main character, Blake, and then all his other demons are fucking all around him. (laughs) Now... I can maybe see where they're coming from. I could maybe see where they're coming from. That in this case, that's somebody's job. I can. 
to, all right. to, I wait. need you to make all these demon-looking people fuck. No, not the people sit there and watch these games and then have to write up what's it's wrong like, with it. It's me. on both sides. The people yeah. animating these gray <laughs> things fucking in the woods. And then the people who sit there and like, okay, what do we got today? Outlast 2? Okay. First game was a little violent. Let's put it in. Let's put it in. Well, and like these gray creatures are just, ah, ah, just slapping <laughs> and fucking. And like there's these old people in suits, like, look at holy fuck. Like, I gotta go home tonight and cook dinner for the kids. Like And then the people animating it are like, um, Roger, I really gotta animate this. Yeah, the gray thing's gotta be slapping and fucking the whole time. I'm okay, um, it's horror, I guess. <laughs> there it goes clacking away, clacking away at the keyboard. That's what they do when they animate fucking. Clacking away. So it's interesting. A lot of people initially, when they heard the headline that, you know, they're not rating it, like a lot of people were like, oh man, fuck you, it's horror, fuck you. And then they were like, well, hear, hear us out for a second here. There's a lot of fucking raping going on in this scene. Do you guys think it's anything to get banned over? I mean, it, it becomes the, the like issue of, okay, is it your job to ban this or is it your job to rate it and let us know what's in it so mm -hmm. that we can choose whether or not we want to consume it as an individual? Like, is it okay for this board to go, it's, nah, this entire country can't play this game? Yeah, or, that's or, too far. I think, I mean, because there is an adult rating. It, yeah. Most games mm -hmm. don't get released with it because it basically it sell, dooms yeah. a game. Yeah, yeah we have an but rating. But between banning yeah. and less sales, obviously you want less sales. Yeah. And if a game's rated adult and it's explicitly stated why, then yeah. I don't think it's a problem. Yeah. I don't know if Australia has that rating. They might not. Um, Let's see. But I mean, it's, they, they, they did mention they, if they well, do, 18 plus would be yeah, if yeah. they If they do that, then... Might as well leave it to that. At that point, it definitely cannot be sold to my to minors. And I mean, everyone knows what they're going to be getting. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can watch. That's why I'm, I'm I'm curious as to where they have all these movies as well. Because if you have the movies, they're easily more accessible than the games are. Mm -hmm. Because you don't you don't need a three hundred dollar machine to play it. Yeah. So, at that point, just put it out there with a adult only rating. They have X. They have an X rating. Mm -hmm. And then there's the RC rating, uh, which is refused classification, which means you could sell things, I think, under the RC ban. Or, or the, or, or the, no, it says banned. <laughs> <laughs> here's, a, for, here's a list of um, other banned games in Australia. Uh, <laughs> I think Postal was one of them, wasn't it? 50 Cent Bulletproof. <laughs> Now this game, they have the reason for it to be banned. Okay, here we go. 50 Cent Bulletproof was banned because of high impact violence. They did later release a censored version. Blitz the League was banned because of drug use related to incentives. So I played Blitz the oh. League a while back. In that campaign mode as like a football player, you could take drugs to enhance your performance and they encourage it. Like, take these drugs. And you know, I, I, I get that. Like, you know. I mean, Australia's the reason Fallout drugs have weird names, isn't it? Really? That's interesting. I'm pretty That's sure I've heard like they were originally just going to be called regular drugs, like uh, regular drug names. You got and six you take regular them. drugs, but then you get incentives, <laughs> and a lot of people weren't on board with that. Okay, and I think you. the I think the new names actually fit the Fallout universe. Yeah, better. I would rather them do that anyway. BMX XXX. That's understandable. Yeah, they're riding they're riding bikes naked. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Bug Butcher. I, 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 say, I love the name of that, that game so much. Game is the Bug Butcher. BMX XXX. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> it's genius. Crimecraft. Now, some of these games I've never heard of. No. They really went out of the way to ban some. Maybe that's why we never heard of them. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to... Hotline Miami 2 was banned. Um, did not know that. Not the first one. Oh, yeah, second game. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, which is interesting because, I mean... If they the banned it because there. of a scene of sexual violence. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, that makes yeah. more sense. Leisure Suit Larry. Magna Cum Laude. <laughs> uh, Mark Echo is getting up. There's there was like three people that it, bought that it, game. It was banned because of the glorification of graffiti. Oh, Christ. Manhunt, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Narc. At Outlast 2. Postal, you were correct, Jose. Postal 2. Um, Reservoir Dogs, the game, from 2006. Thing. Huh? They're making yeah. another one. Yeah. Oh. Another Reservoir Dogs game as well. Um, Phantasmagoria, 1995. I think I knew that. Saints Row 4. Sight of the K. Now, some of these games, this is a list of Same banned and teen here. Yeah. So, interesting. Um, singles Fort Up Your Life. I remember that game. <laughs> um, South Park Sick of Truth, that was released with a censored version. Witcher 2 was um, released subsequently uh, with another rating. These are games that were banned on, like, launch. Yeah, so, um, interesting um, lineup. Now, these are games that were not banned um, in <laughs> Australia. Like, for examples... 
Um, yeah, Fallout is on this list here. You're right. It was originally banned due to drug use related mm -hmm. to incentives and rewards. Edited worldwide due to small change needed. The name of the morphine was changed to Medex. You're yep. correct, Rob. That's cool. That's interesting. Cool tidbit of trivia. On Medex. None of the Grand Theft Auto games are banned, according to this list. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Especially five. They they have like things yeah. where like you can understand it being banned, and then like like, like five like five this torture scenes in it. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Um, and then like stuff like like Mark Echo's getting up. Like, <laughs> come on, Australia. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Like, like I'm more interested to play out last two. Now, there were scenes in the first game where I was watching my dad play it, where a guy threatened to lop off your Johnson with a, mm -hmm. um, a weapon. Now, and there, and aren't there a bunch of naked dudes running around? Yeah, there? yeah, those like, games with fairly detailed dongs. That first game was disturbing as well. Now, this maybe takes to the next level, but if it's part of that horror that you're depicting, like the House of a Thousand Corpses or that Devil's Rejects, where it's like you know. Like ritualistic Satan horror, like mm -hmm. like 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 bodily horror is part. Yeah, of like it. things are happening and it's disturbing. Like the developers aren't making the game to like we fucking love this stuff. Yeah. Like it's like this is the story we're trying to tell. It's really uncomfortable. We know that. Um, I'm interested to play it. I mean, well, I'm interested to watch my dad play it. I'm not interested to play yeah. it myself. <laughs> I will not play Outlast too because I'm scared. Um, I'm very scared. Same reason. I didn't even download Outlast when it was a plus game. It's scary. Because I knew maybe one day, like I'd have to justify that download or something which doesn't make sense but i was scared of free. i wouldn't even download it <laughs> because i know like i'd be tempted to play it if i downloaded it i was scared of free. and just nah anyway i don't play horror games where i can't fight back speaking of violence <laughs> this is the great week of transitions we all saw <laughs> logan um oh yeah, oh, yeah. i can talk about logan uh another r-rated marvel movie coming off the success of deadpool people see wait a second these movies make money because <laughs> typically, people like what same mm -hmm. with video games. Like you know, that's why a lot of horror well, movies. Well, they like to play their... it safe, and they make you know they yeah, make it make a, a regular movie that the whole family can go exactly. and see. That's why a lot of think more people more money. Yeah, a lot of horror movies shoot for PG thirteen because mm -hmm. teenagers and stuff can go see it. Like these horror movies are a big draw for like for for teens. Like they like ah, you know. So mm -hmm. a lot of horror movies, a lot of people will complain about it. Like oh man, I wish this was R. But fact of the matter is, like for the most part, they're guaranteed more butts in the seats because you don't yeah. need a parent to take you. Mm -hmm. But as Deadpool has shown, and as a lot of R-rated blockbusters have shown, like, R-rated movies do make money as well. And I think maybe in their heads, like, with superhero movies, like, typically, like, kids like those, and, you know, mm -hmm. it's a big, big draw. Like, you know, it's a, they're typically good values. I'm not that Logan doesn't have good values, like, you know, but it's, just, it's violent. Mm -hmm. um, and it's R-rated, and it is making loads of money. Logan's doing very well. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we all saw it. Yep. Uh, I want to, before we talk about the movie... Jose, you and I have gone to the movies now. We saw John Wick 2, uh, and we saw Logan. Uh, that's our two most recent goals. We saw La La Land as well as a group. But mm -hmm. um, Now, John Wick 2 and Logan specifically, mm -hmm. um, very violent movies. Yeah. Very gory movies. Now, I'm not saying kids can't see these things. That's fine. If I take my 12-year-old to see Logan, I would. You know? Fine. You want to see Logan? Yeah, you got to see Logan? Fuck yeah. Let's go. Let's go see Logan right now, baby. Um, my McCall kid, my kid, baby. But it is a cool thing to say, baby. Um, so, speaking of babies... John Wick 2, okay, mm -hmm. we saw we saw a lady stroll in with a stroller oh, God, in, in yes. the John Wick 2. Mm -hmm. uh, now, that baby cried a few times during the movie, but I mean... Surprisingly, the baby didn't really cry until, like, towards the end. Yeah. Like, she wasn't, yeah. the baby wasn't very noisy. During some of, like, some of the plot-heavy scenes, the baby's like, oh, man, he's talking about, ah, fuck it! But, okay, roll the stroller in John Wick 2, okay, maybe you can't find a babysitter, you really want to see John Wick 2, can't compromise on another day, that's fine, you know, I understand, maybe it's rough being a parent out there, being a John Wick fan, too, you know, it's rough. Stroller was also in Logan. Stop bringing your babies to the movies, please. I don't go to the movies often. But whenever I do, there's always a, there's always one thing that annoys me every time I go. Every single time I go. We saw Cloverfield Lane. Mm -hmm. There's people behind us. Would not shut the fuck up the nope. entire movie. That movie, that is a movie built on silence, tension, and buildup. And there was a group of like six people behind us who would not shut up for a second. Like, are you? why'd you come here? Like, if you want to hang out and talk, go to the mall. Like, you have nothing else to do. You're underage, whatever. Like, go to the mall. Do something. Like, someone finally told them to be quiet. Um, I don't have the ball. I don't want to get in a fight in the movies. It's happened. Guys, it's happened people, in this area. Someone like, told people to be quiet, and like they clubs, got jumped in the parking lot. Clubs. See? That's why I don't do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not, like, at this theater, but in our area. Yeah. yeah. No, I believe it. Because people um, are stupid. I would <laughs> believe it would happen in this area, too. Like, right in here. Like, mm -hmm. um, right down the street. Uh, but, yeah. Certain things annoy the shit out of me. I, I just want to bring, like, like, fuck. Stop bringing babies. Stop talking. Ah, 
If I could just like be in the theater by myself, that'd be fine. Like I like the theater experience, just not the people. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they're like you. There. You really can't wait a few more days for yeah. like maybe your your somebody's mom to watch their kid for just two hours so you can go to the movie. Unless like this is like they're like rite of passage. <laughs> Today's the day our baby becomes a man. He's gonna see John Wick two. <laughs> Hasn't seen the first one. Go yeah, like, see John Wick too. And you know it's going to be loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Shoot There's bang. no way that the kids... Yeah. Shoot it's going to be loud. Put the baby in the D-box seat. <laughs> <laughs> Shake it to sleep. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, we saw Logan. I, I feel like we should mention, for anybody who's listening to this has never been to this movie theater, I don't think D-box is like a worldwide thing or anything. Oh, yeah. I mentioned you describe, like, D-box is a name for something. It's a corporation who makes, a, like, a shaky seat that's supposed to make you feel like you're hanging out with Logan in his limo. Um, with a really bad like the D box. What is the point of the D box? It's, to, it, it's, it's supposed to immerse your... you because it moves with yeah. like parts of the movie, but like I don't see how that can. I could sick. Like... I could understand that with certain scenes. Yeah. maybe like if you saw mm-hmm. Star Wars and like with the whole X wing fighters and stuff. Yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, I could understand that. Yeah, but if you're watching something else, like if, even like if you're gonna go watch Kong like Skull Island, like you only have the helicopter ride, yeah. and then that's it. Like, Every single time someone's running, the sheep seat. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. That and the worst thing is, is they've dedicated like two rows of the movie. Yeah, it's sickening. Row. It's sickening. And yeah. so there's much less seating. And but... every movie we go see is in that fucking auditorium <laughs> the box, that yeah. has the yep. D box seat. So there's two rows of seats that we can't sit on, and yeah. no one sits in them. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not worth the extra price. Yeah, yeah, that's another. Yeah, it's extra money you're paying to get shaken about. Like, it's not like you have like you're in IMAX and you're like have these huge screen and you're fully mm-hmm. immersed and like, oh yeah, maybe it'll shake me around. No, you're just sitting on a regular ass fucking movie theater. <laughs> yeah, just being shaken around. Like, like I remember I went to go as a family. We all went, my dad was in town and we all went to go see um, Terminator Genesis. And my dad's like, "What's D box?" And I explained it to him I'm like, "Oh, it's just some seats that move around during the movie." You try it out. And he was like, ah, fuck it, get those tickets. I'm like, all right. How my was mom it? was complaining the entire time. She's like, I don't fucking want it, blah, Because my mom complains about everything. I'm pretty sure you can like, change the intensity. Yeah. My dad's like, ah, just sit. Like, just relax, watch the movie. And she ended up kind of like, well, it was all right, like she thought. And and I remember during halfway through the movie, um, I forget what the scene was, but the movies, the scenes were just sitting around. And I turn, I look at my dad, and he's just smiling, like laughing. <laughs> and he looks, he's like, "This is stupid." <laughs> I, was just, I was just fucking dying. My dad kills me. He does shit like that all the time when we go to the movies. When we went to go see Godzilla, um, and a bunch of um, people got really excited. And they started clapping when he did his atomic breath, and my dad's like, eh, like mocking them. <laughs> it was so good. But yeah, like he just turns to me, he's like, he's like, "This is dumb." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a weird thing, and like we were we had to sit in the. I've never sat in the front row at a movie theater ever. Now Logan was packed. Mm-hmm. We had to sit in. We had, we had a large group, so we had to sit in the front. And like because we were on the floor level, we could feel that fucking D box shake mm-hmm. our yep. shake our floor. That thing is always going. Like yeah. he's talking to like Xavier and like the barn. We gotta get you out of here. Like nothing's <laughs> happening. Like what's happening? Why? Why are you shaking these poor people? It's like there's one guy up there with the master D-Box switch, and he's like, get, watch me get these fuckers. <laughs> uh, watch me get onto the previews. You'll never pirate a movie again. <laughs> I guess it would be an interesting defense. Someone's like going to film a movie, and he starts shaking there. It's really, really uh, intense. Well, they have pretty good stabilizers on cameras. On That's true. Well, you can so. get that stuff, yeah. If you're if you're a serious pirate, not like the guy in the commercial who just puts with the hoodie on like, nah. I'm really sneaky. Even though, I love like, the sounds in that commercial, too. <laughs> It's like this is dumb. This is annoying. Don't. This is obnoxious. Don't. <laughs> this is illegal. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what'd you guys think of Logan, Jose? What'd you think of Logan, man? I loved it. Um, and and it's something that I've argued. Whenever I bring up um, the Wolverine films with anybody from the very first one, I've always argued this needs to be rated R because mm-hmm. Wolverine is a violent man. Logan yeah. is an angry, mm-hmm. violent man who, when he goes berserker, cannot control his rage. He has killed before. There's no point. Like, they're claws that can slice through people. And he's fighting people and nothing happens to them in these mm-hmm. movies. So it's like, eh. Like, I, it, maybe it didn't really deter from the story, but it kept me away from watching him. Because of the few things I did see, I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, I don't like that. Um, like, I didn't, I didn't watch the first Wolverine. I didn't watch any of them aside from Logan. Um, yeah, I saw I saw what they did to Deadpool. And I'm like, mm, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> And then I heard Silver Samurai was going to be in the second one. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll check that out. And I saw Silver Samurai, and I was like, mm, nah, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> and, uh, but this one, I was I caved in um, after seeing a lot of reviews, particularly from fans. Mm-hmm. Um, not from critics so much, but from fans who have followed the X-Men or followed Wolverine. 
um, throughout his comic book career. I think the critics, really the it. critics score wouldn't have bothered me if it was bad, if the fans had liked it, but it was also that the critics score is like 93. Universal. The movie, on, the on movie is universal. Like most people really liked it. Agreed, yeah. But it was really well done. Um, I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm liking this whole trend now where a lot of these action heavy scenes are becoming more are becoming better with their cinematography and in mm-hmm. whole and like yeah and the like co- with John Wick two the cinematography in that is amazing yeah because um <clears throat> they go through that through the Hong Kong style of action cinema where they they film the same way um so it's not a lot of cuts a lot of edits one yeah. straight shot and, and that allows like to the choreography to shine too like a lot yeah. of action movies with all the edits it it distracts like the, the viewer heroes. yeah mm-hmm. it distracts like all the all the edits in the shaky cam stuff and a lot of action movies it distracts you from like. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have to choreograph the fight as well because you're not seeing a lot of it because it's always like, <laughs> and, like, these actors aren't actually doing anything. Whereas, like, yeah, like, these movies where, where they pay attention and they take care, like, when, you know, when we watch The Raid, like, all that stuff's impressive. Mm-hmm. Where, like, these guys are, like, the, the directors and the, and the choreographers are, like, laying these fights out and, like, like you see the fight, not the action. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is which is awesome. And Logan was really cool. And there's actually, yeah. there's a 10-minute there's a video that I found about... Um, about Jackie Chan and his style of, of filmmaking um, that I'll pull up for you guys afterwards. Mm-hmm. Really interesting film and or um, video. And it basically, like in one interview with Jackie Chan, he says that that's why he doesn't really like doing Hollywood movies because it's all about the money, money, money. Mm-hmm. And when he films in Hong Kong, they don't care. They give him all the time in the, in the world. Oh, excuse me. So he has time to perfect whatever choreography was. Mm-hmm. And he brings up a, a sequence that he made in I forget which movie. I think it was um, Drunken Master. Where he like um, he does this flip with like one of those fans and and it looks mm-hmm. really cool and people are like oh you're so good and he's like no he's like I'm not good he's like we took that it was like over a hundred takes <laughs> till we got it but we took the time to get it because his ultimate goal which a lot of the Hong Kong cinema is is that um it's for the sake of wowing the fans mm-hmm. and that's what they don't do in Hollywood that's why you got a lot of cuts and a lot of shaky yep. cam yep. and that's why I have every Jackie Chan movie on Netflix in my queue <laughs> yeah because <laughs> they're all Studios. impressive yeah yeah they're inter- they're entertaining and that's what it's for so it's good to see that this style of cinematography is being brought over to the West mm-hmm. finally because now we're going to have the big budget that the West has yeah that Hollywood has with that sort of cinematography mm-hmm. at least because for the most part and not to uh, not to discredit or take anything away from from Logan because the story was amazing for that. But then you can contrast that with like John Wick 2 and John Wick, which story is explained in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But everything else about it is so damn entertaining. Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. even matter. So yeah. it's good It's good to see a trend like that coming down this way. For sure. For sure. Robert and Logan. I thought the movie was great. And this is, I haven't watched an X-Men movie since like X-Men 3. <laughs> I never watched any of the new ones. The X-Men movies have had a shaky career. Yeah. And I know I didn't miss much, so... I just jumped into this one and I was fine jumping into because I know yeah. enough, I know enough mm-hmm. about the comics themselves and the movie's just it's great from start to finish it's great to see like just Wolverine be serious yeah like obviously yeah. he was serious in the other ones but he's more of he's like he's he's a broken beaten down man the this. the the tone of the movie like like you were saying how like you haven't watched the next movie in a while and you jumped in with this one I like the storytelling mm-hmm. was like it was careful that you don't have to see any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, like, it is still that same timeline. Like, it is still Patrick Stewart's Xavier. It is still mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman's uh, Logan. Um, but it is in a time where, like, you know, the X-Men are over. Um, you know, no more mutants are being born. All that stuff. Like, it's a future without that kind of... Like, like and, and they never explicitly state exactly why Logan is hiding Xavier. Mm-hmm. But they piece it together while not beating over the head with it. And, like, I thought, like... Like, it isn't just like, oh, the movie's R-rated, so it's mature. I thought a lot of it was mature um, uh, without having to be R-rated. Like, the storytelling yeah. and the way they handled it, opposed to a lot of other superhero movies and whatever, mm-hmm. like, it was paced in a way that, like, I know a lot of people compare it to this, like, because of the way he looks and it's a little girl, but I'm just using it not from a aesthetic standpoint, but, like, from a pacing standpoint and from a maturity standpoint, like... A lot of comparisons get drawn to, like, The Last of Us, you know, mm-hmm. escorting a girl across, you're not looking forward to doing this, you're really reluctant to take her, um, but you have an obligation and a duty because of either something that happened in your past or something that directly links you to this person. Like, for in The Last of Us, you know, like, his daughter, um, he kind of sees her in her a little bit, so he has that fatherly sense. He never actually states it out loud, um, but he, it grows as the movie goes on. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Logan, you know, this is... <clears throat> 
um, uh, a Wolverine. Um, that what are they? X. What, what was she? Uh, Weapon X. X twenty three. Yeah, she's X twenty three. Yeah. Um, the project. Like he sees him in her. So like he like even though he never like goes like yeah I I see myself in her. Like it's like you <laughs> like as soon as he sees that like and he sees the circumstance like reluctantly but like. Mm-hmm rightfully he he chooses to take this job mm-hmm. and the way it's paced where it's like like when the fights do happen they happen but the movie's not afraid to like spend a half hour doing nothing but yep. quieting down that was my biggest worry from the trailers is there was still a lot of action in the trailers I was like this yeah. is probably still just going to be action fair with a couple decent scenes but it's not like all the action in the movie is where it's meant to it's be it's amazing mm-hmm. yeah the the yeah but uh, the movie really it blew me away honestly yeah. um like my excitement level for logan never really existed up until like oh the trailer's right oh he cool he's a beard oh man the reviews <laughs> are good oh let's go see it like you know and yeah. and and yeah because i mean yeah, i've always liked way more impressed i've always liked right. x-men and wolverine you know yeah. everybody does for the most part you know he's mm-hmm. one of those like unhateable characters but like you know at the same time it's like stop making wolverine movies and keep <laughs> making them hugh jackman himself as at one point i'm pretty sure he said i'm done being wolverine and he's still wolverine okay hugh jackman you're a liar um uh but yeah so, so like yeah wolverine was the original daryl yeah because <laughs> he's 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 just he doesn't care about he came into the world he didn't care about anybody yeah, yeah, yeah he did things his way he's gotten he's he's abandoned the x-men several times in the past but he just keeps on bringing back and and Xavier was like his Rick, where he just brought out this humanity <laughs> side to him, where he just little by little he started like seeing like okay maybe this isn't too bad, but he's still like nah fuck this yeah and still, <laughs> I'm still like, gonna easily. eat squirrels yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's part of the appeal that that's a cool parallel I like that yeah um um but yeah no we were all impressed with that movie mm-hmm. um very I, good movie you know, we'll definitely be buying it really mm-hmm. yeah thoughtful and well paced and and I I liked seeing what's funny is um you know like the you know, Deadpool, it, it, like, was so successful, it paved me the way, and I'm like, okay, R-rated superhero movies, like, you know, typically things for the family or for kids, or, or not for, you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. like everybody's safe. Um, uh, the very first line in Logan, the very first spoken line <laughs> in Logan is, fuck. <laughs> I was like, okay, the tone is set for, for Logan, the very first line, mm-hmm. fuck. Um, Followed up by gratuitous violence. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, cutting people's like heads like, in the parking yeah, lot. Like, yeah, like literally his claws going straight <laughs> through yeah. someone's head. Dude, when you first see that, when you Ooh. first see like, this shit's for real, like when he first claws through a head, like, yeah. Which is why I think that scene was there. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. To show like, okay, like, where you go. Yeah. This is Wolverine. This is what he's been this whole time, but we haven't yeah. shown you. This is what the man does yeah. when <laughs> mm-hmm. he doesn't control yeah. himself. You've seen the way he looked in the early 2000s, looking like he popped out of a Papa Roach video. Here's this. Here's <laughs> <laughs> Now here's Glenn Danzig. <laughs> same actor, same guy. Look at him now. Now he's yeah. really Jack, man. <laughs> um, but I, I thought the way Hugh Jackman handled it, and the way he looked, and the way they had him look, and mm-hmm. um, uh, it helps that Hugh Jackman's a good actor too. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. And he gets Wolverine. Like, there's no better man out there to play this character, and he perfected him over the years. Like, mm-hmm. like he he played Logan so well in this movie, like because of how much he's been Wolverine for. For a long time. 16 years? 16 Somewhere, years, yeah. yeah. 16, 16 years. years. Like, that's... Woo! That's a long time. It's a long time. Um, and I think it's a fitting send-off for the character as well. Yes, in, 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 this, so. in the cinema space. Do not cast another Wolverine. Unless they reboot the whole franchise. But for now, with this timeline, what you got going on here, close it. Close yeah. it. Yep. Close it's, it's, on, it's, on time, it's time for the all-new Wolverine. Yeah. X-23 deserves a... And while we're on that... Yeah! Yes! While we're on that, yeah. with, uh, with me being late to the party and finally watching Stranger Things... Where are all these amazing Kids. children actors coming Dude. through? Like, out of nowhere. Like, we have all these people. Like, we had the old generation who are all good. Like, you see everyone else, like Kirk Douglas and Kurt Russell and all these other guys. Like, they're old, but they're yeah. good, and they've been good before. Mm-hmm. And then you have all these mediocre young actors. A, well, a lot of them. I don't want to say the majority, but a lot of them. A lot of kids And suck. then, out of nowhere, mm-hmm. these little kids show up, and they're like, hey, we're all good. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. we have this new wave, this new generation of actors who are just, like, all just... For for her, she didn't. Um, the girl that played Laura didn't have many lines. Yeah, and some of them. Definitely Keen. Her like, name was. I had to like, look yeah. it up. And ha- more than half her lines were in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but for a child that young to facially and mm-hmm. physically express rage, yes. of that yeah. caliber is unheard you of. Felt because it. Wow. No. N- mm-hmm. Why would a kid her age know that kind of rage? Yeah. Unless you're like in Serbia now or something or Syria. <laughs> Syria, I mean. Serbia. Yeah, <laughs> Syria. <laughs> Like, you know, like, like you're in the yeah, middle of yeah, war yeah, now. Yeah. Like, why else would any kid know how to express rage of that caliber? Mm-hmm. And um, she did. She went full-blown berserker yeah. in the movie, and it was amazing. It didn't look cheesy. 
It didn't look forced. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> looked fucking pissed. Yeah. yeah. And it was great. She was perfect. She was really role, good yeah. in it. Really loved it. Um, I don't think he could have done it with another girl. Um, no. Like, no. Like, who nailed it that way? So... Um, yeah, all around, everything, they nailed that movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad to see Xavier, it. too, nice. like Patrick Stewart's actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First off, funniest thing is they had to make Patrick Stewart look old. <laughs> he's already old, yeah. <laughs> but, like, he's a little crazy in this. Yeah. And he just portrays it so well. Yeah, seeing Xavier like that, yeah, was... Um... It's a little, like, he's got, like, some form of dementia. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and, it's like, and, and it's really cool, because you'll see him, And because like... that's another character that's been around for yeah. 16 mm-hmm. years. Yeah, you're seeing age take its toll on both of these people, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was cool, like, seeing that contrast. Yeah, like you said, like, some sort of dimension where he's, like, he's, like, kind of silly in certain scenes. Mm-hmm. He's, like, flying around talking about Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And but then, it's also really sad. Yeah. 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 And then when shit goes down, he you can see him completely change to realizing what he's doing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what he's capable he's of. He's still Xavier yeah. in there, yeah. Like yep. he, yeah. Oh, I want to watch it again now. Yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad when, when it comes out in Blu-ray, we'll get together and yeah. get some Taco Bell in honor of Professor Xavier. <laughs> 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 and we'll watch that movie. Um... But for now, though, we do have to move on to our quest, our champion quest. Now, for those of you who may be new to the show, or you just tune out at this point usually every week, you're like, okay, I'm done, I don't need to hear this. <laughs> uh, champion quest is is our um, weekly adventure through the world of video games and down the river of razors to compile a crew of men under the leadership of the captain um, to compile our favorite games of all time. Now, some games will make the custom games will... Uh, die a very painful death. Um, this week we have an interesting diversion. Now, currently on this boat, down the river of Razor, stands the captain and six games so far. Our six games so far on our mixed pixel list of greats is Shadow of Destiny for the PlayStation 2, Sunset Riders for the SNES, okay, yeah. <laughs> Bioshock for everything. Um, <laughs> It's officially on everything now. The PS3, 360, PC, PS4, Bone, um, X-Bone. Not the Bone. It's not on the Switch. It's on the Switch. Oh, here it goes. So it's not on it's, everything. It's worthless. Um, <laughs> no point in getting a Switch. Uh, War of the Monsters. That's how that's yep. its name. Um, Animal Crossing, the original one for the GameCube. And Manhunt. Um, those are the, the um, adventurers on this journey with the captain. Um, now, last time, uh, the captain and his crew members... Uh, found three games stranded out in, in a little island on the river, and that was War of the Monsters, Animal Crossing, and Manhunt. So um, uh, that is where our journey picks up now, this week. Um, not much going on right now, um, but uh, just enough. Just enough to maybe catch a glimpse of what might they be. Um, so, after assigning the three new crew members on deck jobs, the captain and his crew of six continue their journey down the River of Razors. As the sun sets, they see smoke, Billowing out from a nearby embankment, the screams of frightened villagers fill the air. As the captain parks his boat ashore, he sees out of the corner of his eye three desperate fighters fending off an ogre from ravaging their small fishing village. He turns and focuses on the three fighters. And they are. Rob, what's your pick this week, my friend? <laughs> I'm going to go with Kingdom Hearts this week. You're one of those guys, huh? You're one of those, you're one of those parachute pants, chain motherfuckers rolling around the parking lot talking about fucking Sora and Mickey and Riku and uh, what's the what's the guy's name? What's their friend who's turned to the bad side? Riku? Riku. It's Riku? What's the girl's name? The girl from Final Fantasy is Riku. The girl from Kingdom Hearts is Kyrie. Kyrie, that's right. Who's the bad guy from Kingdom Hearts? Like their friend who runs away. Is Riku. it Riku? It yeah, is Riku? It okay. is Riku. Okay, yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Why, Rob? Why is, why is Kingdom um, Hearts? That game was just a really big part of my childhood. I'm not making fun of Kingdom Hearts, by the no, way. No, I know. Yeah. There's there's <laughs> plenty in that game to make fun of. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The parachute pants are outrageous. Most of my... Especially in the first game, because he's got big red yeah. parachute shorts <laughs> and big yellow shoes. At least in the second game, it's like black and red. Most of the things I poke fun at is just the timeline of that game is insane. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, yeah. Kingdom oh, Hearts. no, the timeline's outrageous. Yeah. There's still some games I haven't even gotten it's, into. It's wicked. But I'm talking about the first one right now, just because that was just... And it's just a fun game. And it's like you get all these Disney characters and Final Fantasy mm-hmm. characters. It's like everything about that game shouldn't have worked. It's neat. That game should have been a flop. <laughs> like when you hear the concept of it. Cheesy on paper. It's but... cheesy in, in action too, <laughs> but it's fun. And the combat's fun. It's like it's an RPG. It's a light RPG. RPG light. Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> and um, like the mechanics are just cool. Like you have this menu here that you just tap X to attack. So you get like your action RPG out of that. But mm-hmm. you can also like scroll down to cast spells and stuff. And it's all like just current in time like there's no pausing battles or anything like that oh there's summons like it's very much it's got a lot of final fantasy aspects in it and it's made by 
people from the Final Fantasy team, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Nomura, I believe, is the lead on that game. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Uh, is his last name? Or is for, I don't know how it works over there. And, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And it's just, you know, and it, it's your very stereotypical, like, oh, love will beat everything. Yeah. No evil can withstand love. Let's become friends with a duck. Yeah. And a dog. Nice. But I mean, you, and you go and you buy new gear and you, you meet interesting characters. Uh-huh. Like, even though they're Disney characters, this is a whole different story for them. And that's pretty cool, especially, you know, because as a kid, you're growing up on Disney cartoons and, and Disney movies. And it, it, it even it gets pretty serious at times too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's and it's just it's got a it's got a you know despite the cheesiness it's got a good narrative and it's a fun game to play. And I'm gonna buy the third one when it comes out. I'll probably buy the, the yeah. new HD uh, one when it comes. I'd out. like to hop in with the HD collection just because I know three's I gonna, it three's was, gonna be know, a big event. So it's just it's a good time. That's awesome. They're enjoyable games. You Two think, improves on one in a lot of ways. Also, you think we'll see Star Wars or Marvel in any of the any of the I don't any, know how I feel in, in the new it. game? I Disney think it's property. likely, I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean was in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. So yeah. anything can happen. <laughs> I've been wanting, like, an E3 tease where, like, the screen goes black and you hear Vader's breath. Yeah. And, like, Sora, like, pans on and he uses a lightsaber instead of the Keyblade. Like, a lightsaber. Like, it just be, works. It wouldn't be, uh, instead of it, it would be a lightsaber Keyblade, Yeah. Because that's yeah. just how that game works. Like, that tease just works. Yeah. That's like, the, I, I can see that happening. I'm thinking yeah. we'll, we'll probably get another look this year. Yeah, for sure. Because we're we'll getting close now. Finn. It's probably out next year. Finn will be in the game, yeah, or Ray, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's happening. It's gonna happen. It's fucking. It's happening. probably happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, no doubt. The Wolverine will be in it. <laughs> Stabbing the fuck. <laughs> they're, they're but, but if Wolverine's in it, he'll absolutely have the classic like that, yellow and blue yeah, outfit. Yeah, <laughs> that would totally justify Marvel being in it. That tease at E3 will just be a screen going black, and you just hear fuck, and then. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be the same tease from like Apocalypse, where he just shows up there, and, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And, and Goofy's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> He's scared of him. Speaking of which, uh, someone, someone actually did a mock-up of, um, of Daphne, whatever her name is, um, as, as, yeah, as the new Wolverine. Ooh. So with, with the old Wolverine suit, yeah, yeah, yeah. two claws out. That's it looks cool. pretty, pretty good. I think in the comics currently she's got that kind of suit. Yep, she, has, cool. she has the old Wolverine. Keep that actress in mind, fuckers, which if I'm, you're I think I'm casting the new Wolverine. I think I'm going to pick uh, that up. That's not to you guys. That's to the yeah. people out there. Yeah. Casting these movies. I've seen... <laughs> um, I've seen, like I said, casting um, directors. Like on our comic books, after Logan, um, there was a bunch of stuff from Only Wolverine, mm-hmm. and I've seen a few panels that look really good. So I think I'm gonna pick that awesome. up at some point, maybe the first trade. Mm-hmm. So Kingdom Hearts is one of the games fighting back this ogre, um, joined by who? Legacy of Cain, Soul Reaver. That's right, I forgot this was gonna be a pick. You were telling me the other day, yeah, 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 for the PS2, correct? Yes. Uh, no. Um, or PS1, PS1. PS1, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then um, the second one was on mm-hmm. the PS2. Yeah. Second and third. My bad. Um, Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver was such a great game that I don't feel got the attention that it should have gotten. I feel like I said that about Manhunt as well. Mm-hmm. But um, then I realized a lot, like play, <laughs> a lot of people did play Soul Reaver. So <laughs> but, um, I only played a very little bit of it. It was a very interesting game with a really cool concept and a really cool story. Um, and it had, you know, it's all gothic vampire background, but it wasn't like super vampire yeah yeah you know where it, nothing was sexy it was it was just so <laughs> dead we're all bloody and dead yeah yeah, yeah not um, the vampire stuff you get nowadays but i forget what the what the main portion of the story is because it's been so long mm-hmm. since i played it um but you play as raziel who was i believe a vampire who fought and died kane and um he was given a second chance to come back into the earth realm and I guess kill him or fight off something else. I don't really remember. <laughs> I, it sounds very bad, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> but it has this really cool mechanic where when you lose your health, you don't die. You go into this purgatory state of the world, similar to like the Upside Down, where it's you. You go into the exact same area that you're in, but everything's all deteriorated and decayed, and there's demons and stuff like that. Um, and what you have to do is kill them to consume their souls, and then you can jump back oh. into the physical realm. And continue your journey, but then there's portions, there's puzzles in the game where you have to jump back between both. That's so really like, cool. You'll have maybe there's a lever or something that's like buried in the physical realm, and then you go and you find it. You have to make your way back, go back into the the purgatory sort of state, and then go to that lever, get rid of, um, get rid of whatever's around, pull that, and then find your souls, go back into the physical realm, and then continue. There's a lot of really cool stuff, really cool things about it. Character designs are really cool. Um, 
you can upgrade your moves and stuff like that, like most most action games are. Mm-hmm. But it was a really cool game, um, really cool design. I really like that game. I, they, I I would hope that they would remaster. I think they brought it out on PC. I think they released it for PC, um, I want to say like five years ago. I would say it's probably not like... Um... Not remastered. Un- unrealistic to think, yeah. Probably yeah. like GOG or something. Yeah. Um, um, it's a cool game. I, if you have a PC, I recommend it. I don't think you'll need very <laughs> very high-end <laughs> specs for it. But it's a very good game. I don't know how well it's aged. But it's mm-hmm. your basic fair combat. Yeah. Um. So it, it should be just fine. Uh, if you haven't played it, I recommend it. Really cool story. I only ever played Blood Omen on the PS2. Um, <clears throat> but not much. But, uh, cool. Cool. The third game fighting alongside Legacy of Cain, Soul Reaver, and Kingdom Hearts. Interesting group. By the way, I don't know if people know this. I mean, maybe it's not true. But, <laughs> but <laughs> it's just from what I gained from looking at Sora. Is his design is uh, copy and pasted from the main character of The Bouncer. Uh, another Squaresoft game. I can see that. On PS2. The same like red pants and the chains uh-huh. and the hair and that's why I always assume like that bouncer game didn't do too hot. Let's just but I like this clothes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I like the bouncer. Bouncer was cool. Let's bring back. Yeah, bouncer. I heard good things about the bouncer. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, the third game fighting alongside is pe- these people is one of my favorite PS3 exclusives. But you can now also get it on PC and PS4. Probably know what I'm about to say. That motherfucking game. Valkyrie Chronicles. Valkyrie Chronicles. <laughs> Valkyrie Chronicles. <laughs> the first game. It's also an anime. Made in Japan. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Valkyrie Chronicles, one of my favorite games in the PS3. It, it did relatively well, but n- not well enough um, to, to get all the sequels over here in the States. Valkyrie Chronicles 2 was a PSP game, as was the third game. Japan loves their handhelds, um, which is kind of a bummer because, you know, it means you have to scale the game back a bit. Um, uh, Valkyrie Chronicles is a strategy RPG. Um, that was released on the PS3 and now ported since to the PC and PS4. Uh, it's readily available digitally. It's not a rare game. I recommend getting your hands on it. It takes place in kind of like an alternate history World War II kind of thing um, where the bad guys are very clearly the Germans um, and they are encroaching on your land to mine a rich mineral known as fuck Ragnite. Um, I forgot it for a second and then remembered it. Um, and, and there's magic and all these things going on. But what's really great about the, the game is, is it has a very cool like um, like pastel painting art style mm-hmm. that is persistent throughout the entire game, not just cutscenes. Like like even during gameplay, like there's like little charcoal shading on things, and the way everything is is drawn is so striking to look at. So that it will always hold up. Like games that look that good will never look bad in 20 years. Like like it's like Wind Waker, you know, like those games don't look bad. Um, uh, so it's, they, I'm glad they went on that art style because it looks great remastered. I mean, it was always in HD, but upscaled to 1080 on the PS4 and and like you know up res on the on the PC, you know, past that. Um, but what's really unique about the game, besides its story, its characters, and its music and stuff, is like the combat, the, the route it takes for its strategy, its brand of strategy RPG, is that you have your typical like you know isometric map where you have your units and you have the enemy units and like oh I'll go this way, I'll go that way. You pick your units and you move them about. But when you choose a unit to move, it takes you down onto the battlefield and you control that character as if it were a third-person shooter. Um, now it isn't action-oriented like a third-person shooter, but just from a perspective angle and from the way it follows your character behind the back, like Resident Evil 4. So you move along that battlefield, and as you're moving that character, it's called the Blitz system, you have a meter that's moving every step you take. You can stop, you can stand still, and that meter won't move, but every step you take drains your meter, and you have a certain amount of time to do what you want to do with that character. Let's say you want to move that character from here to that cover. You have just as much time as you need in that meter to do that, if you still have if you still have progress in that meter left, you can also take a shot, or you can throw a grenade, or you can heal, um, or you don't have to move at all. You can just use that turn to just shoot. I tell you, I'm not sure if you know, but that's actually very similar to how a lot of combat in Transistor works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I try. I put a little bit of Transistor. Okay. Um, it's a re- it's a really neat system, and like mm-hmm. it promotes active fighting, but also strategic, and and the way that it. The whole battlefield moves because of that. It's really cool. And, like, mm-hmm. you could choose to not move that character at all, and then you retain your commander points. So, like, you don't consume any of... Because the way your turn ends is every move you make, depending on what unit it is, it, it consumes a certain amount of commander points. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you move a tank, it'll consume two. So moving your tank is a big decision because it drains two points. Whereas you can choose to leave that tank there and keep and keep those two points in reserve. And then you can, like, keep ending your turn over and over and over again. It's build up a massive pool of points. So to, like, 
just make a massive assault and all that stuff. So there's a lot of really cool things to think about. Your troops can permanently die as well um, in Fire Emblem style. Now, they don't permanently die if they lose their health. You can run a person over there to revive them, like a medic or whatever, and it sends them back to your reserves. But it, it keeps them alive for further use. If you don't get to them in a certain amount of turns, they're gone. They're gone forever. Um, and what's really neat, nice and is... are they part of the narrative like Fire Emblem? Um, yes. Yes. Um, what's really cool is there's a really large cast of like troops you can pick from for Squad 7. Um, and they all have their own unique quirks and their own little storylines. And depending on who you like finish the game with in your squad, it will give you like a post-mortem of what they're up to. You know how in, like a cheesy movie, like, mm -hmm. oh, Billy opened the bread shop and married with eight kids. Like, it'll give you... <laughs> Whoever you had for your final squad, it'll give you a post-mortem on each character and what they, cool. what they did after the war and stuff like that. So it, they, they make it a point to make sure that you get a connection with those characters, that they're not just fodder. Like, this one just has an eye patch, and they're cool, and they have big boobies. Like, no, they have a story, <laughs> and there's a reason. Like, they have their quirks, and some of them will get along with certain characters better in certain squads. Like, oh, this character doesn't really like fighting with this character, so don't put them in your squad together, or they'll have a debuff or whatever. And hmm. um, Really neat mechanics. The game is really great. One of my favorite games on PS3 and ever. Um, I highly recommend checking it out. Um, yeah, so what will happen to these three fighting the ogre? Will the captain and them help them in combat? Will next week be the first time that a gang gets lost off the list? Find out next week on Champion Quest. The favorite ones? Is that mm -hmm. what it's called? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has been the Mixed Pixel Podcast March 20th edition 2017, yes, I is. have been Bill Conway, Rob Traney, and Jose. Thank you for joining me today, my friends. Where can we find you both on Twitter? Jose! Hi! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I froze. Uh, I'm pointing at you. That's <laughs> and look at my head. Rob, Team Sniper. you can find me at Pepperdam. You can find the show at A Mixed Why Pixel. did you point at my uh, crotch? Because um, it's good looking. <laughs> when, you, when you said Pepperdam, you're like, Pepperdam. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's, a little, it's a little spicy. Um, uh, you can find the show on Facebook, Facebook, Facebook.com slash a mixed pixel. We're on YouTube. The show ain't there anymore, but we're there. Maybe stuff will be there one day. Uh, you can find the podcast on all the services available, iTunes, Pocket Cast, wherever you listen to us, mixedpixel.pinecast.co if you want to stream it or download it directly without using any of the services. See you next time. Peace, homies. Oh, and I forgot. I forgot. Keep mixing them pickles, baby. Pickles? If you like so. <laughs> <laughs>